Seven Days to Play. Welcome to Seven Days to Play, your weekly mobile game review program. I am Sam. And I'm Edwin. Each almost week or three weeks, we challenge one another to play <laughs> a new mobile game. And this time around, it was my turn. I chose Pixel Pro Golf. Pixel Professional Golfer. Pixel <laughs> Pro Golf. Pixel Pro Golf is a, as you would guess, a golf game. 2020 released. <laughs> That's not a sentence. And yep. it is by London-based studios, a Pixamo. A Pixamo. It sounds They're like British, a good... If you're in a British voice. <laughs> oh. Pixamo. Pixamo. <laughs> like I'm listening to myself. No, I'm sorry. It sounds like a delicious Italian dessert. Mm. Would you care for some Pixamo? <laughs> Yeah, so it would have strange ricotta in there somehow. <laughs> right. A pour of espresso. So once again, we have found ourselves Play playing golf. another golf game. Yep. Well, I'm afraid that is just uh, one of the perils of having me as your co-host. I am like a moth to a flame. Mm-hmm. I, am, I am drawn to those games of golf. It's, it seems like there's something about golf that just... I think it's like your... I think golfing games to you is like board games for me like there's this notion of comfort and casual playability that seems like you're gonna really really like right so it draws you to it yeah and then you find out this is not what i had in mind at all <laughs> but maybe i did have this is actually pretty close yeah <laughs> I, I feel like pixel pro golf has a lot that's going on that i really like it has a lot of pros, you would say. Mm, wow. Yeah, <laughs> right to it, aren't we? Yeah, yeah let's yeah. get to it. <laughs> so as you can tell, maybe from the title, uh, it is kind of a retro style game. You get uh, a top-down golfing experience. Um, the controls you'll be pretty familiar with. You can, depending on your club choice, you get a little preview of how far or the predicted path of your ball uh, you can then you know, aim it left and right. Uh, the golf, I'm sure there's a name for this kind of golf uh, swing control, mm-hmm. but it's a, a triple tap affair. You tap to start. The swingometer then uh, goes about Starts its circular you business yeah, uh, with a kind of a percentage power. So you can kind of say, oh, I need to go just like halfway. I can try and hit the 50% mark. Uh, if you want maximum power, you get those uh, little green fading to red uh, areas where I guess if you go more in the reds, you're probably going to shank it. I mean, fade or what's the opposite of a fade? Hook. Hook. Secretly, we are golf professionals. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Once you select the power on it, uh, then the little indicator flips back around uh, for the accuracy. uh, And then if you need to kind of hit that little moving target, bang on in the middle. Uh, which then, yeah, affects your accuracy. Actually, uh, do you know what? Now that I'm saying it out loud, I don't know what the red on the powerometer means. Because talking about it, I, th- I think the red yeah. on the accuracy means hook or right. shank or fade. And the accuracy portion is the way back down, right? Yes. It's like a little way back down. I think the power on top, usually in like other golf games that I've played, if you hit it just right on the power level where it just before it turns red, there's like a little bit more of a green. There is a way to overpower your shot in ways that it will actually shoot further. Uh, but sometimes if you do overpower it, it'll, it'll be a little bit wilder in terms of it won't actually go straight, no matter how accurate your shot is. 
XYZ. So it's a risk that you're willing to take. <laughs> and maybe actually less fast or less powerful right. eventually. Kind of like starting Mario, where you just skid mm-hmm. out. Exactly. The Mario Kart. It's a risk you're willing to take by revving early. Yes. But once you do it a little bit too much, you're going you're gonna to peel out and it's going to cost you. <laughs> it's going to cost you that cup. Uh, and that is, is pretty much the game. It is yeah. nicely set up. You get a whole bunch of, you know, you play your courses, you've got the pars. We probably don't need to explain golf to you because that's a whole different podcast. Uh, I did actually own a book of golf rules. It's surprisingly thick. Oh, the American one is small and thin. British it's one like a little handbook. And it's probably hefty. a lot wordier. Probably like uses classic English wording where you can describe things in paragraphs rather than sentences. That does sound like the English way. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> but the, I, I used to have uh, the US PGA golf book, which was like a little handbook that Ooh. fits in your back pocket. Oh, while you're on the course. So you can right. go like, ah, 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 I think exactly. under rule 27, paragraph A, subsection B, you're supposed you to lose. drop the ball <laughs> once you eat the ball. Yeah. <laughs> no licking, please. <laughs> <laughs> Leave that to the caddies. Um, yeah. And so this game probably has my favorite golf swing mechanic, which is, I think there, you know, History of golf gaming has shown us that there are different ways to have this different swingometer, right? Like you can either have um, sort of the Tiger Woods game, which is you use your finger or like a control stick to actually mimic the swinging motion by flicking things. You know, like if you think about like pocket run pool, you actually pull it back and then flick it. uh, And depending on how fast you flick it, it depends, like, that determines your strength. Only thing is, like, that isn't as accurate as you want it to be. Plus, if yep. you change your own golf clubs, it could be a little trickier in how strong you want things to be. Uh, the other way, uh, I think, is, like, the slingshot method, right? So, we, we've seen this with golfing on Mars or desert golf, um, where you kind of pull it back, and then that, you get a little bit more of an accurate sense of how far you're willing to fling it, but it's not... It necessarily won't help you if you want things to be super accurate, right? So yeah. in this way, you do get that top down. You get the intended path of where it's planning to go if you have 100% of your shot, right, without any of the different lies getting in your way or like trees or stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and then if you get it just right, it'll probably most likely get to that 100% part, right? So it's like, it gives you a lot of good information. Um, but having said that, I do think like for this game, the three tap method, I found to be, I wouldn't say it was like a, a complete downer for me, but there was something about it where the way that it moves, like obviously with like the swingometer, like it kind of goes up slowly and then quickly and then kind of goes down slowly and then quickly, right? So you kind of have to time that just right. I feel like if you're going to put in that kind of like nuanced timing and uh, a little bit more of that gameplay there. I kind of wish that meter would either zoom in or get a little bit bigger because that oh. is the core aspect of the game, right? Like you really want to focus on that to get it right in order for you to have a good time in the game. Um, and if that's the main thing that you're interfacing with, I think the way that it's kind of tucked away in the corner doesn't do it justice. Um, but Pretty yeah. points. Yeah. Yeah, like I hadn't actually noticed that, but now you mention it. It is super tiny, and as you say, that is the game, really, right Right. There. 
if you want to like boil it down to like the core elements, hey, maybe that should be like a a crazy meta game. It's like the golf game, but all it is is just like you timing things right, kind of like an <laughs> idle clicker, right? <laughs> yeah, I kind of like that idea. Actually, that sounds great. <laughs> um, kind of like golf simulator, right? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, Sam, how did you get on with Pixel Pro Golf? Um, it took me a little bit. To get started, I think I had I was in the middle of also switching phones, mm-hmm. um, so I downloaded it onto my previous phone. Thankfully, this game is fairly small, but then I also got a new phone. Uh, no performance issues. I'm I'm happy to report with Pixel Pro Golf being on this new phone, the iPhone 12 Pro Max. Stick around for things of the week later, maybe. Right. Um, but yeah, I think. I had overall a very good time with it and um, it was really like exactly what you expect from a golf game minus yes. a few things. We'll come back to that then. How about you? How did you? You're absolutely right. Like it is a great golf game. There's nothing particularly surprising about it. Uh, but if that is what you're looking for, like a retro kind of fun pick up and play golf game, that is, this is absolutely great. I mean, maybe I'm just too much of a golf professional. It mm. felt a little bit easy, though, maybe to start, because uh, you get the that your aim line is segmented, so you can see, okay, 100% will go here, 50%, right. 50, 25, 75 will go there, and then that you just kind of correspond that to your swingometer, if that's the right word, uh, which kind of makes it a little bit, at least for me, that I felt like that was maybe a little bit too hand-holdy. Um, perhaps later on in the game, you lose some of that, and you're expected to be a bit more... Uh, yeah. professional but um i found like i was birdieing most holes mm, look at you. Easy. <laughs> <laughs> maybe i should do this professionally <laughs> the titular golf professional yeah um, i felt like um once i got the hang of it i think in the beginning it took me just a little bit to uh get the rhythm of the of the swingometer um, so the first few times I actually didn't pass that first course that you're supposed to pass in order to open up the amateur amateur links, right? Oh, dear. Um, and so that was a bit of a bummer. But once I got the hang of it, it was, yeah, it was kind of smooth sailing where it was very hard for me to fail. And I think in order for you to unlock the future courses, you have to get the first place in mm. the previous course, which I think it's not really explained to you. I feel like there are lots of things in this game uh, that isn't really explained to you clearly, right? Yes. So we should maybe talk about the uh, competitive or seemingly competitive mode where you are playing right. against other people, but it's not are really you, clear though? who they are. Yeah. Or is it... Right. <laughs> I so I let's talk about that. Let's talk about that. And let's talk about another thing that really isn't explained. Um, so yeah. So once you start the game, it kind of gives you like this really odd number of a leaderboard. You're like, you're placed 27,000. Right, and I'm like, I have no idea what this is. When you click on it, it just starts the course. So you, there's really no way for you to get information about what that number means or how you're placed in it. Right. Um, and then you play a round, and if you just by chance happen to fail that round or like don't get the first place, it just plops you back into the menu with that same message right there. Mm. So, oh. um, do I have to play it again? Do I have to f- get the first place? I'm not sure what this means. I didn't even earn money, right? 
<laughs> right. Why um, am I doing this? Not for why just the love of golf. This? I want that money. <laughs> right. And then be, right before the third hole, you know, they cleverly inserted an ad. But thankfully, you know, because I like to support game supporters or game game makers, I, I did buy the remove ads uh, option, which I did. Yeah. Only 99 cents. Great. Um, and then uh, I did. I finally, you know, I got the hang of it and I got first place. I got like an eagle and a birdie and a birdie and then first place. But it doesn't really tell you how close I was to winning or how how much I was beating the pack. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it just gives you like a leaderboard every once in a while, but it doesn't. It didn't give me a sense of like, do I need to make a par in order to win? Do I need to make you know consecutive birdies in order for me to win? Can I get one bogey and can I still win? Right. Um, so that wasn't really explained, right? Yes, it's yeah, not how, very clear. Right. And then after you win, you get some money. Yay. And it says, Prince. buy a club. And <laughs> you go... What have I been playing with all this time? <laughs> My hands? <laughs> and then you go to the, the shopping menu, and there are lots of clubs for you to choose from. I think like each club, you're available to upgrade. Uh, it, they're like categorized by amateur pro and expert or something like that. Um, yeah, elite. Which right, I, was elite. I was immediately drawn to, of course. <laughs> but I had no idea what that actually meant. Right. And then I think uh, the money that you earn just allows you to buy one club, right? So it's kind of like designated. <laughs> okay, you should start with this one. It's kind of like real it. life. Yep. Right. <laughs> you never uh, tried buying and, clubs, you will know what I mean. <laughs> but then when you actually click to buy it, it just buys it automatically without explaining to you what you just bought. If you've swapped it with your original club, how much of a benefit it has over your previous club, why it was needed and why you need to upgrade. So yeah, that was just yeah. a little bit confusing on why I needed to buy a club. But yeah. yeah. Other than being fancy. Yeah, you're right. Yes. Yeah, so you don't immediately see the downsides of what you have already, especially if you've exactly. been doing well, like, Oh, well, I won. Like, clearly my clubs aren't that bad. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I've got it this, I've gotten this far, damn it. Yeah. <laughs> they may be made out of like matchsticks and yeah, pencil sharpeners, but they're working for me. Um, <laughs> another thing I wasn't a big fan of was the, the uh, purchase screen. I was hope because you, as you say, there's options. You can purchase, remove ads, purchase to unlock all courses and then mm. purchase to unlock all equipment. And I was looking for the, hey, just purchase everything and save 20% button, which does mm. not exist. I know sometimes you can ads removed with any purchase, but that was not made clear. Um, like, I think if I could have done like, oh, $3, give me everything. Boom. I just would have done that. Yeah. Right. Whereas here is like, oh, well, do I, if I, if I unlock all the courses, does that mean I still get ads? Well, like, I don't really want that. If I get the ads, mm. well, maybe I want to get courses too. I guess it's just like three-step purchases, right. but like that's just too much friction for, I, or at least for me. Because, I mean, I'm not going to face ID all three times in a row. <laughs> Why are you going <laughs> to yeah. do that? Just give me one button to, to support you in all the ways that I can and make sure that I don't get ads. Yes. Right? Yes. That would be my preference for sure. Um, I think finally it's sometimes a little tricky to see the all of the course like often in golf games when you start mm -hmm. a new hole uh you will get like a flyover view automatically just so you're like oh okay i can situate where i am um that is not the case here you can't pinch to zoom in or out 
uh, which right. I did try because I thought, oh, maybe I can just get a view of the course. I think it does do like can a pan do- over. It does like a pan over from the previous hole, but I think it just pans over from the previous hole rather than giving you an overview of mm. where you're starting from on that hole to where the pin is. Yes, because sometimes that was confusing. I was like, oh, wait, where am I? Where am I supposed to be going? Yeah. Um, you know, the the game does give you the like the direction you should be going straight off. Like, it's kind of rare you actually need to adjust your angle mm-hmm. of your shot unless it's, like, very windy. Um, but, yeah, I also felt like I couldn't swipe around to see the course. But maybe that's... Right. Maybe I was wrong about that. You can swipe around to yeah. see the course, but you just can't pinch. You can't zoom in or zoom out. Mm, okay but yeah i felt like sometimes some of the controls weren't quite there when i wanted to yeah look around and like get the lay of the land as it were right yeah to to see see where you're going so you can call out four <laughs> right to the people up see, ahead indeed <laughs> see where those other people are exactly um yeah the buy equipment thing was really confusing right you just buy it it goes away i can't really see I couldn't really get a sense of like why or like what it upgraded to or like get a sense of, hey, this is my shiny new club. So yeah. the benefit of buying something is that you've noticed that, oh, here's the shiny new club that I can try out, you know, but well, that's the only reason I buy things. Yeah. <laughs> you want to hear that new driver quack the ball in a new different way. That's satisfying. Shall we get to the three by threes? Let's get to the three by threes, Edwin. Three uh, things I... pro and three things bogey. amateur. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> three eagles and three bogeys. I'll start with a good. Um, it is a great little pick up and play game that has uh, solid golf, I feel, with like solid mechanics. If you're into the three tap golf system and you're in for some golfing with nice bite-sizable three-round golfing uh this is the one that's check out you should definitely check it out it's free there are minor ads in between holes but totally acceptable and if you want to support them 99 cents to get rid of the ads yeah i agree it's a lot of fun uh all the things you want from a golf game nothing more nothing less um right fun pixel art i'm gonna say i'm a sucker for the pixel art uh here it's pretty cute Sometimes it's, I'll save that for later. I'm not going to go into the bad points yet. <laughs> so easy to. <laughs> but yeah, yeah it's great. So. Second good point that is there is a, a bit of an upgrade system, right? So you can go up in the ranks in terms of getting harder courses, of opening up different golf courses. There is also upgrading your golf clubs. There is a bad side to upgrading your golf clubs because like we said, you don't really get a sense, but it's there, it's available, and there's lots for you to unlock. That might be it. Yeah. I mean, it's, yeah. a, it's a great it's golf a solid game. game. Yeah. yeah. Like it's not, I mean, it's not that interesting, but it's, a, right. it's, a, it's, but it's exactly what, if you want like a straightforward fun golf game, this is exactly that. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's get onto the three bogeys. The oh, three the bogeys. bad points. And I'm sure bogeys mean something else in, in England, doesn't it? It means boogers. <laughs> Which is not an Italian man saying burgers. Um, what is oh that's from top chef there was a there was a season where an italian maybe season five but yeah where they had to cook burgers and the italian chef called you bugars (laughs) amazing on to the bad points edwin why don't you start yeah my first 
bad point is that it can be tricky to see the whole course. I perhaps would have liked to have seen a pinch, the zoom in, zoom out to, you know, set some context, get a feel for the, for the course, uh, just to, you know, place yourself in the, in the great countryside and the manicured lawns in which you find yourself. Um, mm. You can swipe around, uh, but I kind of found that was a little, it didn't quite, I kind of wanted to see the whole thing. But I mean, that is the reality of playing golf. If you're on a par five, you're probably not going to see the, the hole. And that's right. just part of the challenge. But Only on a little map, though, that you yeah. carry around in the back pocket. <laughs> but yeah, that's true. you get with, the idea. With your PGA rule book. <laughs> <laughs> My first bad point is that for a game that focuses so much on the power meter, uh, I wish the power meter was just a little bit more fun. It was pretty drab and sterile and dry. Um, and I guess that's like my whole sense of this game. It's mm. pretty good, yeah. right? But it's very surgical. It just gets right in there and just like no real delightful little pizzazz moment that makes it feel like, you know, you're doing things right or or you're getting, right. you're, you're really getting the, the most out of this game. That's true. Um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you get some little like confetti moments and stuff if you mm-hmm. get a birdie or you, you know, win the the round. But you are right; it is quite. What is a word? Something it's just a little dry about it. Yeah, maybe dry is a good word. Yeah, like it's not. It's it's like not that it's terrible, but it's just yeah. You're right; it's a little dry. It's like oh, yeah, it's yeah. a golf game. Play the golf. Duh, duh, duh. Uh, you know, it's it's the equivalent of a golf clap. <laughs> it is. Yes. <laughs> It's kind of the exact opposite of Super Stickman Golf, where you're like dressed up in tiger tails and right. you've got like a Santa hat a on. Flaming and, hat. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yes, and the ball is a skull and all manner of ridiculous things. Um, right. My next bad point would be I mean, I would like just a one button, give me all the stuff for $3. No need to split it into minute little details. Like, I understand that, like, great, that's an option, but yeah, if I want to support the app, if I'm enjoying it, I just want to press one button. Give me all the stuff. Give me the ads. Uh, yep. That I don't need to think, oh, wait, if I get a course, does that actually mean I remove the ads as well? Um, and I didn't really want, to, want to try out. So, uh, yeah, I would like just, you know, let me, let's, if you want to pay for the whole lot, give them a bundle option. Um, my next bad point is that this is one of those, I mean, a lot of golf games have done, have tried to go around this notion of, you know, if you mess up one hole, that's okay. Right, mm-hmm, right. Like golfing on Mars and desert golf, like gets gets rid of the notion that you really have to play for par. Um, but this game, you definitely have to play for par. This is one of those games where if you mess up one round, it can mess up your entire chance of, you know, you winning that round, winning the yeah. the course. Um, so just a bit of warning that it does require a little bit more of an accurate type of play, which is probably good because. It you know there are only three holes that you need to to win in order for you to beat that course. Um, if it was like a nine nine course nine hole course, that could be a lot more detrimental. When you mess up one, it totally ruins your whole chances. Um, but that is golf, right? It is a little bit more accurate. So, but at the same time, I think that would be a possible negative point that you might want to look out for. Yeah. Um, my final negative points, uh, kind of like your, kind of like your bogey that uh, the swingometer could be larger. Uh, when you're on the putting green, uh, suddenly it becomes very tiny. Like if you're pretty close to the hole, like 
the pixel resolution right. is terrible and like would it be nice maybe to zoom in or figure out a way to actually like be able to see where you are and where the ball is and get some like a better sense of like exactly how much power you need. Um, sometimes it's hard to see. Uh, yeah, especially if you're near, if you're near the, near the hole. Yeah, totally. Um, I think just to add on that, usually in a lot of other games, they switch over a power meter to like a little, you know, a two tap system for putting mm. just so you don't have to, tap it three times really quickly because a lot of times when it comes to yes. putting, if you're using that same meter, you only want to just, you know, slightly tap it in, right? Nice. And if it doesn't register all those three taps, you could totally mess it up and the ball will just roll to the side rather than going a little inches forward. Yeah, or um, you're, you're, you're driving with your putter all of a sudden. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And then you've done goofed. You've ruined the entire game. <laughs> My last bad point is around the upgrading system on buying your clubs. I wish this was a little bit explained more, even just a two-tap system of clicking on the golf club, saying, okay, what is this going to benefit? It's just going to make your stroke stronger, or maybe it's like a slower, accurate moment so you can get it more accurate. Stuff like that. That'd be great to know Um, on like why, you know, this is the motivation of you playing, right? This is like you're, you're playing so you win, so that you can buy more clubs or buy better clubs. And so I wish that <laughs> wish was, that motivation was just a little bit spelt out a little bit more. Yeah. Agreed. I still don't, yes, I still don't know. I bought some clubs. I still have no idea what they actually did. Exactly. And it's not like your meter change. It doesn't seem like your meter, it probably oh. does change in terms of like the distance, right? Mm, yeah. But you, you don't know because yeah. you don't, it's all. Yeah. It'd be nice if there's like some cosmetic differences. Yeah. That'd be right. nice. Even if just or like better a quacking sound, yeah, or just the color on the swingometer changes or something. I'm not sure what that would be, but or like yeah. the little blaze that comes out of the ball as you go, as you you know, on little, fire. you can you can think about it. What is your final seven day rating for Pixel Pro Golf? Final seven day rating is a five out of seven. Um, enjoyed my time with it. I probably will be playing a little bit more of it. I wish they could make some improvements in terms of you know why am I buying the clubs and stuff like that, but. Um, overall totally fine game i love i really like this game because it reminds me of another game called golf story on the nintendo switch which is really really fun it's very similar to this except it actually has a rpg element (laughs) i think you've told me about this in the past right yeah this is like our two perfect things together she would that would be a seven and seven seven days to play (laughs) uh sweep the board has the story and it has the golf (laughs) totally (laughs) well one day i might play a switch but we'll see what about for you, Edwin? What is your final seven-day rating? My final seven-day rating is a six. Um, mm. It's a enjoyable, straightforward golf game. Just uh, comes off isn't a full seven, just because uh, yeah, some of the UI is a little quirky um, and it is a little dry. But for ninety-nine cents to remove the ads, it's a lot of fun to pick up and play. Uh, it's very well executed. Check it out. Yeah, I, I highly recommend this game. You should get it. It's free. There are lots of stuff to do with it. Uh, and enjoy. If you like golf. If you like golf. If you don't like golf games, then what, well, what are you doing? Oh, yeah. Don't. Don't. Yes. I mean, why are you even listening to the show? I mean, this, this show is <laughs> yes. pretty much Golf Digest podcast for mobile, <laughs> mobile phones. <laughs> now we're going to talk about how to better your swing in 10 easy steps. <laughs> Uh, Edwin, it is now my turn mm. to select a game. 
It is. I think I found something that you might actually enjoy. Uh, I saw it and I was like, this game is Edwin. Um, what can I say? Uh, okay. So I'm not sure <laughs> if I'm going to take this personally or be really offended, but let's find out. <laughs> you're going to love the name of this game. And when you see the screenshot, you're going to be like, hmm, okay. Well, I think you're going to love it. Okay. Well, okay. Okay. Edwin. Yes. You have seven days to play. It's literally just mowing. <laughs> and it's that a is game the name called, of the cult. Oh, there it is. Yeah. It's literally just mowing. It's literally just mowing. Calm down and cut nice lawns. <gasps> this is my dream of suburban home ownership in game form. Because this also describes your weekends, right? Yes. <laughs> totally. <laughs> Um, yeah, so Edwin, you now have seven days to play. It's literally just mowing. That is a very good name, I'm going to say. <laughs> Before we go, Edwin, let's talk about our things of the week. I'm going to reselect an old thing of the week just because it's still mm. bringing me joy, and that is the podcast Election Profit Makers. Oh. Um, it's. We talked about it before, I'm sure, but uh, it is just feeling that that need that that niche that needy niche <laughs> um, well the for sort of political news but not too serious and like mm. free host show chatting kind of a little bit politics a little bit about other relevant and irrelevant cultural topics um replacing do by friday for me which that mm. show did that a lot back in the day but that's kind of gone downhill in the last six to 12 months uh, so this yes. is a new replacement for me um primarily the concept if you haven't listened is that they use this website called predictit.com which is essentially gambling on election outcomes but uh <laughs> coached, is that allowed? uh it is not allowed but for it is it, they have a loophole in that it's for educational purposes because it's run by a mm. uh, uh, university out of australia so they can be like oh this is for educational purposes so they have got around the rules on that so um they are talking about sort of yes political news but framed around bets for like who's going to win this race and there's like a whole different there's a loads of different markets you can have um their favorite one or their favorite market from 2016 was there was like a tweet market where you could bet if Donald Trump was going to, or like how many tweets a day he was going to do, or like he was, if he was going to mention a certain word in a oh tweet boy. or something like that. So, but uh, yeah, that I think veered too much into fun gambling and uh, they've stopped yeah. doing that now. <laughs> but uh, it's a very enjoyable show. There's uh, it's great. If for me, I'm still, it still brings me some joy in these crazy times. Mm. Election profit makers. That's good. Uh, I like I say in every episode that you mention this show, or in every time that you mention it, yeah. I do want to give it a listen. Maybe you know I have been listening to more podcasts as I go to bed, mm. um, and I think this would be perfect for it. Uh, yeah, it's a um, good. I mean, I can tell that it's a good podcast when I listen to each episode twice. Oh yeah, so I'm a double. I'm a I'm a double listener. That the getting for that two x, yeah. a double dip. Yeah, you don't listen to it at twice the speed. <laughs> right. You listen to it two times. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yes, that's always a good sign. But yes, I've right. enjoyed it a lot. Check it out. 
<laughs> I wonder if you'll get the same effect if you listen to it at half speed. Yes, I wonder. <laughs> you should give that a go. <laughs> Report back. <laughs> you know, draw it out. Um, my thing of the week are these new iPhones. Edwin, Ooh. did you get yourself a new iPhone 12? I've dilly-dallied with the idea. I've dabbled. Mm. But it turns out, like, I'm pretty happy with my phone. Like, I'm not... Uh, with the 64 gigs? Are you a madman? After I pay 99 cents for the extra, like, 50 gigabytes on um, iCloud, Ooh. like, it's kind... I, uh, I've not really noticed... A lack of space. Because I think they do a, a pretty good job of just like offloading photos and videos to iCloud. Um, but that said, I'm not a big photographer, mm. which is yeah. how you say that word. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah it sounds lewd for, for some reason when you say it. <laughs> but yes, I understand like as you have a family and you're just like taking endless, right. endless pics and videos, uh, your, yeah, the, the amount changes uh, whereas I'm just sitting on my butt getting drunk on the couch. Like, who wants a photo of that? <laughs> Not me. Oh, I think we all do. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I understand the frustration, but for me, it's been okay. Yeah, I had to get out of the 64 gigs. Too sweet. Uh, and once the opportunity arose and the 12 Pro Max was available, mm. I jumped on it. It took, I think, like, from when they were taking pre-orders to, like, when it arrived, there's only one week, which is great. Yeah. Um, and so, so, yeah. Order to door even with the pre-order and the yeah. launch date was on that Friday. It arrived on that Friday, which I was very surprised by. Oh, okay. Maybe that shows that demand wasn't quite where they were expecting, or maybe they've got a supply chain. Finally, the supply chain is working for them, but yeah. Okay. I think the supply chain is working for them. They got to figure it out, especially because no one's in the stores anymore. I feel, I feel like they diverted all the stock to making yeah. sure it gets to your house on time. Nice. So Sam, the question that everyone has, which yes. color did you get? I got the Sea Pacific Blue. Ooh, nice. It's very, very pretty. Um, I'm tempted by the gold, I will admit. But I'm, yeah, I, it, I'm attracted to shiny things. To me, the gold just seemed a little bit too, like, you know, and then they use the term surgical steel, which to <laughs> me is already kind of a turnoff. It just reminds right. me of scalpels on, like, those metal trays ready to operate on you. Yeah. Um, but yeah, look how pretty this blue Ooh. is. Right? It's, uh, for those that are listening, I'm showing yes. Edwin the phone <laughs> on the camera. <laughs> and I'm describing it to you. It is like, ooh, it's like a, it's a deep lake on a summer's afternoon. Next to Big Sur. <laughs> yes. I've heard that they are like a pretty hefty slab it of is, technology that you have to carry around in your pocket. Yeah, it is definitely, it feels heavier. It feels heavy. I don't know if they technically are heavier, but it feels heavier because of the the more rigid edges. I think it rigid is. Rigid edges officially is a good band name. <laughs> yeah. Right. Are you going um, now? Case is the other big question. Yes. I've got myself a appeal like case. Right. <gasps> That's also Pacific blue. Oh, so you have, um, you've moved away from peel officially. Yes. And it's now a knockoff. Now a knockoff. A, pe- a Jordan. The same thing without the extra price that peel would provide with their marketing efforts. Oh, yes. The endless Instagram ads, which works yeah. on me, though, so who am I to criticize? And the thing, though, I do, I do think the difference between these and the peel, I feel like the peel always gets rid of the front bumper, right? There's always, like, there isn't a lip in the front, which I feel like if I put my phone down with the glass facing down, yeah. 
With the peel, the glass will hit the table. But with these, they always mention that there is a little bit of a lip. So if I put it down, I'm okay about it. Yeah. yeah. In my heart. I mean, who, what maniac is putting their phone down face first? Well, you have to because the other side has a camera nipple. <laughs> no. The teats. The triple teat. The teats, yeah. Like a cat. As you all know, cats have three nipples. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm enjoying it. Um, no noticeable performance changes, obviously. I'm sure there is, but from mm. the, 10, the 10X Max. You mean you haven't played one. PUBG Mobile to try? <laughs> I bet that's buttery smooth. You're getting, you're getting into <laughs> dangerous territory, but I think we must. We have to. It's, it's now, yeah, I'm downloading it now. Oh, wow. Okay. See, that's the other thing. I got the 256 gigs, nice. not the five, 512, because really, who's a, who's a maniac like that? Um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, yeah, I'm downloading PUBG Mobile Metro Royale. Oh, yeah, so you have can... got uh, treats on the new UI. They've changed a lot of things if you haven't played for a few months. Oh, no. Have you still been playing? I plead the fifth on that. <laughs> but yes, I'm still playing. I'm playing on the reg. I'm, I am playing mostly just arcade and um, sniper training mode. Mm. Just like quicker games, because like the full right. games still take 20, 30 minutes. Um, but they do have a new Scandinavian snow-ish world, Livik, which is kind of fun. And I have a monster truck. Oh, there's Sam. There's so much to tell you about. But anyway, we shall catch up later. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm looking forward to it. Um, maybe we'll get in a round or two when, when time permits. Or, oh, you know, I'm always ready for duo. <laughs> a duo <laughs> okay edwin yes that is our show Let's wrap it up you have seven days to play <laughs> it's literally what was it <laughs> just mowing which is a very good name i have to say our name alone is good hey <laughs> you have seven days to play it's literally just mowing uh and you can find us on Instagram at Twitter at 7 Days to Play. That's it. 7 Days to Play. 7 Days to Play.